Welcome to Business Women Australia podcast, the podcast for ambitious women who are serious about business success and leadership development, keen to increase their knowledge and skills. So welcome to the discussion from Business Women Australia. And I have the Business Women Australia's leadership team with me. Today's topic is one that I think is fitting for the year that we have had, and that is hindsight 2020. Challenges are inevitable. Defeat is optional. So we're going to spend some time today in reflecting over the year that has been, the things we have learned, things we may do differently moving forward into 2021. And I'm sure that each and every one of you who is listening and watching and even the replay will certainly learn a lot. I'd love to also invite those who are watching and listening live, if you want to share a comment or perhaps a learning share away because this is something that I think each and every one of us is going to take away from today. So join me on the panel in no order other than the names that I'm reading out is Lynn Hawkins, Donna Vincent, Kathy Smith and of course Jessica Schubert and yours truly Anne-Marie. And so Lynn, maybe we'll start with you. 2020, is it a year that um, you think, I mean, we've never really had anything like this before, have we, that we've really had to address? I mean, 20, uh, 2008 was certainly a year where there was the um, the GFC, the global financial crisis. But I, I don't think I've personally experienced anything that we've had in 2020. What about you? Yes, spot on, Anne-Marie. If we'd been, I think we were sitting chatting this time last year and had we known that 2020 was going to bring the sorts of uh, uh, challenges and disruption that it brought, uh, our conversation would have been quite different in terms of what our expectations were for 2020. So it has been an incredible year for really letting go of expectations and reviewing and being able to think on the spot. You know, it's been an incredible year and while I think a lot of people have been thinking, gee, I'm so glad we're at the end of it, let's put that behind us, I think it's really important that we're all really take the time out to reflect on it and to think about what it is that we've really learnt from 2020 and how that can help inform the way that we do things in the future because I think that there's been some really invaluable uh, takeaways from this year. Mm. And I know as Business Women in Australia, it is a national uh, networking event. And of course, many businesses who were in the networking in person and meetings and events have certainly been one of those industries that have been impacted. One of the things that I love that you've said, and I'm often reminding myself of that too, it's the hindsight, it's the lessons that we can learn that can actually strengthen our character, but also our strategies moving forward. So maybe if we could look first at you, Lynn, and we may go around the group, what would be the biggest insight or hindsight that you're now taking with you as an insight to finish off this year and perhaps start 2021 off with? What, what would be that biggest hindsight and insight that you're bringing? Well, from a personal level, I will talk about it from that because I think that um, certainly uh, living in this year and, and with the results of the pandemic, there have been a lot of very personal realisations that I've had. One of them is that um, family and community uh, are the most important things in my life. Um, their safety, uh, their security, their health, 
um, and being connected to them. You know, I'm very grateful to the fact that we have um, technology, that we that this has happened to us in an age where we're able to connect. You know, I'm so grateful for the fact that, you know, we're affluent enough to be able to afford internet connection and very conscious of the fact that not everyone has been able to connect and stay connected with their loved ones the way that uh, we have and that a lot of Australians take for granted. You know, even in Australia, there's people without access to internet, you know, and it would have been very isolating for them this time. So that connectivity and, and the love and care that we show our family and our communities has been the key thing for me. Um, on a business level, one of the biggest things that has been a lesson uh, has been the fact that um, in leading, the importance of being able to have the courage to make a decision when you don't know everything that's going on and you're facing a lot of unknowns uh, and you haven't had a, any sort of training that's prepared you really for, you know, navigating in a time where, you know, you really aren't sure what the next week, the next month, the next six months, the next year is really going to bring. So leadership that um, is courageous and and your own ability to make a decision and be able to review that decision and change your mind as new information comes through and not be sort of stuck um, in, in the original um, thought uh, or mindset that you had. I think that's been a real learning for me and what I've seen with my clients um, and my business partners is has been their ability to be um, decisive and courageous in the in in a time that has been full of unknowns. Mm-hmm. So mm. so true. Love that. Uh, lo- lots of great insights there, Jessica. Let's uh, move to you. Maybe share some of the personal and maybe some professional insights that you've learned this year. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to. I mean, first of all, I thought throughout last year, um, because I had a um, pretty challenging 2019 and halfway through 2020, I thought, you know, I think I really need to apologise to 2019 and everything I said about it uh, because I had no idea was what was there to come. Um, it, was, it was a really tough start, but there's also a silver lining. And from a personal point of view, um, I would... Um, Second, what Lynn said about connection. Um, one of the beautiful things I've seen in, two, in 2020 is that connection means everything. And connection as in that we have people around us that can help us, that we can help. The first thing I did in March when my own business disintegrated was reaching out to my clients and asking them, how are you doing? I'm not calling for a sales call. I'm just asking you, how are you doing? Because everyone was struggling. And the connection we had through Business Women Australia was phenomenal. Um, I remember Lynn and I uh, pulled the first uh, in-house event in Melbourne to an online event, and we could just feel how our community wanted connection. And then we um, started having Friday free falls, really out of the necessity of women in our community wanting to connect and needing support, because we're very bad at asking for help, as we know. Um, the personal biggest learning for me was resilience and how wrong I had it uh, because I always thought I'm a resilient person. And I am a resilient person, but all of a sudden I was facing situations where I couldn't, you know, could I couldn't bounce back. I was finding myself, you know, struggling and under pressure and it was affecting all parts of my life. And I, I realised that resilience is not universal and it's not, you know, you have it or don't. Uh, it comes from a systemic point and it's really important to connect with yourself and, um, you know, 
develop the awareness of, you know, what resources do I need to tap into to be able to be resilient in all of these different facets of uncertainty and, um, you know, hardship. And that was my mission then to help others as well, where then the silver lining comes in, that there's an opportunity to really help each other more than ever before. Human beings are incredibly resilient, um, and it's great that we're there to help each other. That was my biggest takeaway um, throughout this this time of 2020. Yeah, love that. Uh, Donna, let's go to you. What about your insights personally and uh, professionally? For me, I think people have looked at the privilege of being employed and having business. Um, it's something that we, we tend to take for granted. And I think it's been a really good wake up for a lot of people to um, value the relationships that they have um, with a boss, you know, with customers and uh, look at it a little bit differently. Like Jessica said, it's not about um, always being salesy. It's about having relationships with people because when it doesn't get any tougher than what we've just been through. So I think looking at those relationships and realising that they are a privilege will make us go forward a little bit differently. I'm with the other girls um, on connecting. Um, it's been so important to to connect, uh, and people are looking at um, yeah people's health health and well being, which is, which is nice because that's something that doesn't really happen in in business a lot. So um, that's been something that I hope will will carry on going forward. Um, I think there's been loads of new learning that's had to go on. Um, for those who were not into technology, you know, they've really had to step up to the plate. And I mean, you mentioned a Zoom meeting initially and people go, my God, what's that? Um, so, you know, we've all had to embrace lots of technology. But for me, going forward, um, that's been um, a, a great thing to be forced into because I think that now uh, I will be more efficient in a lot, a lot of things that I do, uh, a lot more efficient because of because I've been forced <laughs> to use technology that I probably wouldn't embraced um, in previous years. So, yeah, an interesting year. It is, it is. And, you know, you bring up an interesting point, Donna, and perhaps later on to uh, be in this uh, presentation or this roundtable, we'll look at what are some of the things that, and we'll have a think about this. And by the way, let me just share, we've got uh, Sue Rumack here. I'm hoping there will be a replay to share from this session. Absolutely. Once it finishes, it will be here on LinkedIn and you can share that uh, amongst your communities. And we have uh, Timothy Morgan here going, go team. And we, uh, we will, we plan to anyway but the question I was going to to have us reflect on is what do we want to have continue because you said something Donna I, I hope that this will continue on so maybe there's something that you have seen done because of 2020 and you think you know what that's been really good I hope that will continue now Kathy we need to hear from you what have been the insights what have been the learnings that you're taking with you into 2021 Oh, yeah. So, yes, yeah, certainly reiterating what the other ladies have said, but I think adaptability too because things were changing so quickly. Um, in the marketing world, what we were doing one week didn't work the next. So we were always on our toes trying to think of new things that we could get our clients moving ahead, especially in the hospitality area where things were changing so fast. And I think some people have actually embraced that 
and have decided to change their business model. They've realised that they don't have to work seven days a week just because that's what they've done for the last 30 years and that they can take a bit more breaks and some self-time. So I think the big three for me are community, adaptability and self-care. And self-care is not a dirty word anymore. You can actually say, look, I'm not going to be open on a Wednesday because I work Saturday and Sunday or vary it around. So it's become a lot more adaptable and people seem to be a, a lot more um, happy about saying, yeah, okay, you, you're not open on a Wednesday, I'll go on a Thursday. It's sort of almost gone back to the days when I was a child when the shops weren't open seven days a week week they weren't open 24 7 so if you were working you went Thursday night or Saturday morning because that was the hours available and nobody questioned it it was just what it was whereas now we've got so used to being available all the time that it's not good for people's health they're not getting that break they're not getting that time off so by having this it really does have a few silver linings and one was that enforced break for some people. So they did have to slow down, reassess, look at their businesses and then go, what I've been doing for the last 10 years is not sustainable. How can I adjust it? And because everybody was in the same boat, change hasn't been such a big issue. If it was just one business changing by themselves, they would have been ostracised. But because everybody had to change and continue to change, it's been the perfect time for some people to reassess what they're doing. Uh, one of the things that uh, I, I found well, on a personal level was I didn't realise just how much of an introvert I was and I just loved the space, you know, on my own and, and I've been using technology for, for quite some time. But what uh, professionally I, I see and, and it's just observing how people have moved in to embrace technology and it actually, because it's been forced on them, they've realised, hang on a minute, there are so many more opportunities now, now that I'm looking at, you know, different strategies. Initially, it was a bit of a reaction, but I think everyone that has come through that have gone, well, you know what, there is actually more opportunity that I just didn't realise. So let's take a step back, let's reflect, what can we integrate and keep moving forward using the online space. So I think that that's really positive. And we've also learned how connected, I love how all of us have said this, how connected we are, not just from a local community, a national community, an international community, and how when one thing happens in one, on one side of the world, it can not only affect an entire nation, but an entire globe. And so I love how, you know, people have stepped up, they have supported one another. Um, I've seen in the communities that I've been travelling, and I know that this is what BWA stands for, which is why I just love the, the community and what BWA stands for. And that is the one of, of support, connection, collaboration. Those are all things that are very much part of the ethos. But also I think of, of, of compassion that we understand, even though we may have different beliefs and values, we can come together and say, you know what, um, we're all struggling, we're all human, we all got, you know, mindset and, and all of that, that's similar. So I hope moving forward, I'm jumping the gun here, we'll go around the, the room, um, that people will move more with compassion and an understanding that goes way deeper than just the surface stuff. Um, that's what I hope that has come out of, of this because we realise we're all the same no matter, you know, what country that we're in. So maybe, Lynn, did you want to share what do you hope 
continues to remain the same? Maybe some of the the unexpected positives that have come out of uh, this situation. Oh, Lynn, we just might, um, just let me unmute you. There we go. Sorry there. Uh, yeah, we really, um, I think the realisation and going forward, um, the importance of values, you know, when you're saying going deep, you know, I think what when, when you're in situations like this, it's really evident uh, when you have a values alignment, you know, with your partners in business and in life, with your, um, with your community, with your customers or clients, that value alignment. Uh, I think has become very evidently important to know your values and to be able to connect it at that very deeper values-based level. So, you know, for you know the incredible respect that I um, have felt for our first-line workers, for our government in decision-making roles, for our leaders uh, of our organisations, of our community groups, you know, having to, to be the ones that are um, carrying you know, the load that enables the rest of us to have this ability to sit back and think about what is important in our businesses and our lives. Um, and particularly in Australia, you know, where those decisions have been really very much based on our the health of our community at large, um, has been has given us a lot of, you know, I think about Maslow's hierarchy of, you know, the, the, the sense of safety and security that's been allowed to us has given us the opportunity to connect at that belonging stage and then actually start planning you know that the the higher growth aspects um and and the looking after you know sort of our own needs and i think that uh that that really you know that's something that i think i know i will take with me for the rest of my life that i probably didn't fully appreciate before this year. Fantastic. Fantastic. What, what has been a surprising outcome that you think, you know what, I would love that to, to continue in, in 2021 and, and beyond? Mm. Well, there, there are three things I would love to um, quickly talk about, but the biggest one for me is very close to my heart, and that's um, especially women being curious and developing themselves. Uh, the uptake in uh, personal development and prof professional development, you know, through online uh, sources has exploded. And this is like a dream come true for me because I obviously work in, you know, the leadership development space. Uh, and it's just wonderful how, you know, the women have responded to our partnership with Torrance University Australia and uh, Business Women Australia um, and a lot of the other um, you know, options and opportunities we've given people and, and women in particular. So I really hope that people don't go back into their frantic lifestyle of, oh, I don't have time for that for, you know, my development or a degree or a course. I really hope that stays because that was wonderful to see and it's really important. Um, I think, um, and th this is going to be my mission for uh, women, again, in particular, and the leaders I work with, everyone wants to put a lid on 2020. Everyone at the moment is talking about, look, I'm going on holidays in two weeks' time. I just want this year to be over because next year is going to be so amazing. Here's the thing. The year as such, as we know, is still going to be tough. A lot of things will still stay the same, uh, that we uh, have to be careful. We can't internationally travel. Our, you know, families are, you know, still facing, you know, this COVID crisis and so on and so forth. And actually for 
you know, people who work in larger organizations where, you know, you uh, go into this hybrid world and a lot of you have clients who face this. Yeah, um, it, It's going to be a new challenge yeah, because hybrid means still, you know, quite remote. So we still have face a level of disconnect and we're going to have to keep on working on that. So it's not just, you know, on the 31st of December, you know, there's a magic wand and 2020 is over. Um, I really want to encourage people and I want to encourage women in business to reflect on what have we learned out of 2020, yeah, and ask yourself uh, questions that really help you to reflect so you can take the learnings into 2020 rather than trying to, you know, forget that it was ever there because we can learn from it. And in a sense of uh, Business Women Australia, of course, as uh, head of leadership development, I'm looking forward um, to opening up these opportunities to our community. Um, our wonderful partnership with Torrance University Australia, we've got, um, you know, the free courses, the short course is still on offer uh, for everyone who comes through BWA, uh, our 15% scholarship. Um, we're running Lead the Future again, uh, a wonderful um, four-week leadership development program that helps to, you know, uh, acquire the skills that you need now in this hybrid world and in the future with the future of work um, and lots and lots of other stuff that's going on and hopefully Lynn can share a little bit more. So, you know, I hope that we keep the momentum of what we've learned out of 2020 and the ongoing development and staying curious. Uh, one of the leadership skills and personal skills I think that are going to be really important in 2021. Mm. I love how you've said, Jessica, that it's important to reflect on the learnings of uh, 2020. And I so agree. I've, if I think back to the years where I'd set goals at the beginning of the year, and I love setting big, ambitious goals, and then towards the end of the year, you realise there was a number of those that didn't work out so well. And in some instances, you know that you just completely, you know, that F word, the failure. And this year has had you know, has certainly had a lot of those complexities. I think by sweeping it under the carpet and not, I'm going to close the door on that. If we don't look at that and how has it, you know, impacted us emotionally? Because many of us as women, I think, and men too, but when we set goals, it's not just a random pie in the sky goal, is it? It's connected to who we are because we want to make a difference in the world of our ideal clients. And so I think it is reflecting, what have I learned? And it can be that, I, you know, that I never want to be in this situation. However, I'm taking agility. I'm taking the ability to go, you know what, if that happens again, we can change and I know it's possible because if we don't, um, it's going to come back in 2021 and, and, and surface in some way. And I think that that's just a, a lovely reminder. So thank you for that, Jessica. What about you, Donna? What are you hoping to, uh, to continue doing or, or see other people doing from some of the surprising outcomes that have come from 2020? I think we've seen a community, uh, and I'm talking Australia-wide, of people being less selfish. You know, we've had to consider lots of other people and lots of other things and, you know, just just having to isolate at times. You know, it, that is being very unselfish, you know, to, to the rest of Australia. So just small parts of our life that are actually big parts of our life um, and on a scale of community now, you know, sometimes doesn't exist, but I think we've been a community in the fact that we've um, done something very uh, unselfish and, you know, tried to protect other people and people that we don't know. So I yeah. think that's that's been a big take for me. Um, I think um, planning is a big thing going forward. Don't forget there are businesses out there that have 
absolutely boomed through all of this. And they, uh, you know, if they hadn't planned for growth, then they wouldn't be able to take um, uh, take this opportunity on to its fullest, you know, so they may have lost even though they've been in a good position. So I think planning not only for disaster but planning for, you know, quick growth is something that we all need to think about, you know, and it's, and it's tricky because, I mean, we, we couldn't have anticipated um, this happening. But people, while there are people in the food industry that have suffered, I mean, there are others that turned around and did takeaway or, you know, they were in the business of doing, you know, home delivery of food. You know, all of a sudden their businesses, and I spoke to someone the other day, their business grew 86% overnight. So, you know, it, there's, there's that flip side to it. But, it, you know, it's about, about planning for growth and, um, you know, that also needs some money involved in it, even though there's, we're thinking of money that we didn't have um, because we didn't have jobs. You know, what about if you, you can grow all of a sudden? You know, how have you planned for that and, and how, how are you going to do that? Um, and, and in that also comes looking after your health um, because, yeah, we can drive ourselves into the ground trying to deal with these things. But, yeah, consider your health all through it. And I think it's just been a long year because we just haven't done those holidays that we would normally do you know I know here in Perth you know you can flip to Bali for a weekend if you really want to you know and you just couldn't do that anymore so um, we've been really lucky that we've got this uh, fabulous state that we can we can travel in it's got such diversity and um, you know beautiful scenery and you know great people so I think I think it's just that we like instead of changing our holiday we've just gone oh I can't go on a holiday so um or yeah, enjoy it's, it it's, yeah. 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 Uh, one of the things and then and then we'll go to you Kathy but I love what you said about the community and that really goes even for the community of business owners there's been some industries that have had to close down of course hasn't it Donna but really now we've been more mindful can we holiday at home are there some places that we can go to and do business with that perhaps down the track you know well, perhaps previously we may not have I mean we went to the market and my husband I've never seen him do this but well we weren't supposed to shake hands but you know he he you know did his something um, but he actually went to and said look all the best with your business. And he really said, I want to be meaningful and mindful of going around and investing in those businesses, even though the, to the tourism dollars not coming through. And I think if we go through the mindset of that, it's going to help the small businesses and that will in turn um, to the travel and tourism who may not be able to see the numbers come from international. So that's so very important for sure. So thanks, Donna. What about you, Kathy? What are some things that you would like to see um, continue moving forward into 2021? So I think the old-fashioned values have come back. It's much more about buying local and being more community and making sure that your neighbour's okay because up until 2020, a lot of people didn't actually know their neighbours. They wouldn't know whether they were there or not. They didn't buy local because they could save $2 or $5 or $10 by actually being imported, even though it had thousands of food miles and lots of um, carbon lost and that sort of thing. But now we're thinking about, 
okay, well, what can we buy local? Can we get the honey from down the road? Can we shop for the vegetables? Can we use the local supplier as opposed to the the franchise? And my daughter's got a secret Santa that she's got to do. And they've said, use a small business, don't use a chain shop. And I think we're getting back to that old-fashioned values of looking after the people in your immediate community and whether that be where you live or whether it be the, the locality, the state or even the countrywide, we're, we're now sort of thinking much more about community and caring and self-care and how we can actually help one another because they don't have the opportunity of those international travels or travellers or interstate or different people being able to move around. So there's still plenty of money around. And as Donna said, some people have actually prospered through this, which is fabulous. So it's now thinking about using that money for good in your local area. Mm, I love that. So it's so very important. You know, when we think about it, you know, so often we'll look at uh, what's going on and we feel almost hopeless. But when you think of us, like here we have five people and all of us in one shape, you know, in shape or form have said, you know, contribute, collaborate, connect. Uh, I love how you've said, and I, I think I could hear that in what Donna said and others as well, you know, go to your local community. Where are the businesses that you you can support. Now, if we do that individually and then as a group, I mean, we don't have to rely and, and wait for government. We can make a difference and make a change, each and every one of us, and band together. And now we've got so many more people online and with leveraging technology that we don't have to sit back. We can, you know, collaborate with like-minded people and, and certainly make that difference as well. So, Lynn, as we're wrapping up, I mean, let's just, whatever you may like to share, uh, you know, just to, you know, we've still got a few people here on the live. We've got Timothy who has said tons of wisdom. So thank you so much. Uh, and, and Sue said wonderful back to the comment that this will be shareable and you can go watch and, and, and go watch the replay. And, of course, we'll share a little bit later on and maybe, Lynn, you might like to um, a little bit more about BWA, the vision uh, of BWA for 2021 for people who may be interested. Who is Business Women Australia? Haven't heard of them before. Perhaps share a little bit more. So, Len, what would be a, a parting insight that you would like to leave with people today? Well, I'd just love to say, first of all, thank you, Anne-Marie, for the opportunity to do this uh, reflection and um podcast, you know, at this time of the year, it's been a wonderful opportunity. But I'd really like to invite uh, women in business, no matter what profession, no matter what industry they work in, no matter what state, whether they're rural, regional, metropolitan, all around Australia, to check out Business Women Australia. We are a very different collective. We work very closely uh, with our leaders, our premium members, in designing our events program. We are going to have just as much online as in person, we've recognised that that's going to be important. That's a big lesson for us. And we want to have more women from diverse um, areas really joining joining us and improving the voice that we have, that it's, it's this really strong, influential, collective voice where we're being heard and we're really sh raising the bar in business leadership. You know, if we have female leaders stepping up, being seen, being heard, it has a domino effect in the community. Not only does it bring about better business and community outcomes, but it's actually inspiring other women who might be feeling that, you know, that they want to take that step. But if they haven't, if they're not seeing enough other women doing it, then, you know, that there's so many barriers to it. But if they see us stepping up, having a go, 
you know, we're not perfect at what we do, but we're just learning all the time and we really want to have more women stepping up and joining us um, in this incredible movement. It's been, it's been absolutely uh, incredible this year, just connecting with people digitally and we will continue to do that. We will obviously be bringing more in-person events online um, and making them available as we can, but we've realised you don't just have a plan A, you've got to have a plan B and a plan C. Uh, and we've also got to look at, you know, what, what are the opportunities and the, the things that women want from us? You know, what do business women want from us, you know, as their organisation, as their collective? You know, we don't want to sit here and stargaze and think, well, what is it that we think needs to happen over the next 12 months? We want to hear from, from anyone who wants to be involved with what we're doing. So jump onto the website, drop us a, a note and I'll send out my calendar booking system. I'm happy to have a chat to women who are keen to get involved. Yeah, fantastic. Thanks, Lynn. Um, Jessica, just before we move on to you, love how Sue is contributing. He said she's obviously from uh, Toronto, Canada. She said many local companies here in Toronto have redesigned how they connect and support their clients to make business new and different. Those businesses are flourishing. Those who try to keep businesses as usual are struggling. And I think that really speaks beautifully. Thank you, Sue, for contributing. That's just a great insight. Uh, and what everyone has said today, and I think you, you, Jessica, mentioned, you know, 2021 is around the corner. Um, you, you know, there are things that we need to be mindful of and bring with us into 2021. And I hope that people are not going to go back and think, right, 2021, I can go back, business as usual, how we were doing it before all of this happened in 2020. The world is a very different place. The market's a very different place. Our ideal customers, consumers are very different place. So let's take these learnings. Let's do things a little bit differently, as Sue mentioned, the businesses in Toronto are doing and really um, continue to make that great impact that we are. So, Jessica, what would be one last insight you would love to leave with people today? Well, it's interesting how people have been saying throughout 2020, oh, look, we're all in the same boat in this. And I keep on saying, and I've mentioned this quite often, is uh, that I don't think that's right. I think we are all facing a similar storm, but our vessels look vastly different. And that's something that we as a community have understood from the beginning on. And BWA and all of us in our own right, in our own communities, have created safe harbours for other people communities and women in business um, and you know there there is this you know connection and community so uh, you know when Lynn said like you know jump on board get involved uh, that's my a call for of encouragement to others as well because we are a community where if you want something to happen you're going to have to create it you know because it's all about collaboration we're not you know, um, you know hiring big keynote speakers from all over the world it's about us and, um, you know, the involvement pays off um, in, um, you know, getting help from others, getting the support, but also really, um, you know, putting your mark on it. And it's amazing when I talk to, you know, I'm, I'm based in Melbourne and I talk to women here and they're like, oh, Jess, we can't wait to go back and, you know, meet again. So, you know, there, there, there are a lot of opportunities, but we need you all to get involved. So drop Lynn or I or anyone in, in this forum um, a note and let's create and build 2021 together. Yes, I love that. What about you, Jono? What would be one last insight? Oh, I just love the connection through a technology. Um, you know, there's been many events that we have run on the east coast of Australia that I've gone, oh, God, I wish I could go to that, and and, and you ha haven't been able to. But this year we've been able to, to join in everything and it's been a great opportunity to get to know people better. Um, you know, like there's that old adage where they say people will do business with people that they like and trust. 
And I think that this online platform, believe it or not, has actually been a great way to find out a little bit more about people personally and 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 yeah, and that personality that has snuck in, um, particularly if you connect a little, you know, a little bit before it's supposed to start or hang in there a little bit at the end, you know, people drop down that um, that business face and we've really gotten to know people on a personal level that we couldn't do before because, you know, Australia's a pretty big country so you're not going to pop to an event uh, on the other side of the country. So I, I've loved that getting to know people a little bit better. Yeah. And then, of course, if you ever do have an opportunity to meet them face to face, it just makes it all, all that much better, doesn't it, uh, yeah. Adonna? We just won't tell anyone when that we are giving them a hug, though. Just <laughs> um, and before we move to you, Kathy, we've got Daniel Dobson. He said, thanks so much for your wisdom, everyone. You are so welcome. We're glad that it's, uh, yeah, brought some inspiration. That's what we wanted to do, brought some inspiration and some thinking around, you know what, this is just, yeah, this is just another bump in the road. As we said, you know, challenges are inevitable in business. You can have the best systems and plans and everything and then, you know, COVID happens and there you go. But how you respond and how you react to that and move forward is entirely up to you. So, Kathy, what would be one last insight you would like to share? I think to make sure you ask, don't suffer in silence. There's lots of ways that people can help you, especially with the Business Women Australia community. We're always open. There's no silly questions. You don't have to be isolated even when you are locked down. You do have that opportunity to connect online with the technology. So please just make sure you do put your hand up. You do ask and we are here to help you. Yeah, I love the way that you've said that and, and all of you uh, have really shared insights. But one of the greatest things, and I love this about Business Women Australia, I think all of you have said this, do not be afraid to put your hand up and ask questions. And, and nothing is a silly question. There's no such thing as a silly question. And I know as leaders in business, and I've heard this time and time again from the many podcasts that I've had, a you know, the pleasure of, of speaking with leaders in business um, say is that, you know, so often as a leader in the business, my team, my staff, the stakeholders look to me for answers. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't believe that before this happened that there was a handbook on how to cope, you know, when COVID hits. And so many leaders have had to make that up as we've gone along, you know, be agile and, and, and be that rock, that support for their team. And what I love about BWA and the different chapters in the groups is that it's a safe place where leaders can, can collaborate, can connect and ask questions and say, hey, this is something that I'm struggling with. And so often we think we're on our own, but we have other people, I struggled with that too, and this is what I tried, or how about, you know, we start doing some brainstorming. If we're not in, if you're not in, can I leave this with you? If you're not in a community like that, I think this year has proven that we need to surround ourselves with people who are like-minded, who can support us, be that shoulder, be that ear, be that confidant, because, you know, it could just be one insight, something that someone shares and all of a sudden something clicks and it really can be a way forward for you, for your team, for your business. And uh, as Jessica said, and all of you said, 2021 is uh, going to have its, its own challenges, but how we look at those challenges 
and the things that we adapt, the things that we adopt is going to have us come out the other end going, well, I learned a lot from that. One of the things is I hope I never go through that again, but you're stronger because of that. And I think uh, we certainly can say that 2020, even though it's been challenging, We've learned a lot and uh, bring on 2021. Uh, Daniel Dobson, before we go, I love to honour people who've taken the time to spend some time and hang out with us. You said business challenges, a bit like parenting, best laid plans. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, thank you once again, ladies. Thank you, Lynn. Thank you, Jessica, Donna and Kathy. It's been such a pleasure um, serving and supporting and working alongside you as part of the leadership team. I know that Business Women Australia, we're just getting started, aren't we? We've got lots of great plans in 2021 and beyond. If you're not yet connected with a chapter, the business website is there, businesswomenaustralia.com.au. We've got a podcast with lots of lovely guests of other members who we featured but of course reach out and Lynn said she will send you a calendar link so that you can have a chat and see how we can best support you moving forward. All right ladies we will leave it for there and thank you once again for coming on and and sharing your insights. Thank you. Welcome to Business Women Australia podcast the podcast for ambitious women who are serious about business success and leadership development, keen to increase their knowledge and skills.